Hello everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Talking Point with me, Papri Das. Our guest today is Anita Kaul Basu, the director of Big Synergy. As a media professional, Anita has donned several roles, but not at the cost of her family. Let us find out from her how she strikes this perfect balance. Hi Anita, welcome to our show. Hi. How do you strike this perfect balance, work and family? I think it's a matter of how you manage your time. What is priority at what stage of your life? For me, it was really, really important to stay connected with my family. It's very important how I brought up my kids. That was of primary importance to me. I left my job in uh, India today at the prime of my uh, career. But uh, when I had my first child, I was very, very sure that there was a certain way I wanted my children to be brought up. And that's the way I, I uh, took my career path, I mean it took my life path really. You were working with India today and then you took That's the sabbatical. Right. Was it hard to bounce back to work? Not really, not really. I mean if I had decided at that point that I would take up a job, I would have got a job. I don't think I, you know, there would have been a problem. I had my children when I was 26, to, uh, 28, sorry, 28 and 31. So it didn't, it wasn't such a huge thing that I, you know, found it difficult. In fact, I was a peak of my energies, you know. And I think uh, it just happened around that time that uh, Siddhartha and I decided to set up our own company. I think it was easier for me to slip into our own company where I could have the flexibility and I needed and I wanted that flexibility. I think I, it would have been difficult, not that I wouldn't have got a job, it would have been difficult for me to compromise on what I had set out to do, which was primarily to, to put my kids first. You mentioned that you met uh, Siddharth Basu in college, so how did you guys start dating? Um, well, I had just come back from London, so I, he was doing a play in Stephen's College and I was in Miranda House and uh, there's a very very good friend Meera Nair, a filmmaker who was in college with us and they were doing, she was doing a play with, so she asked me you know if I wanted to do act in that play and she talked about the director which was Siddharth Basu so and um, so I went and I got the part and you know of course from there onwards so I met him actually first, my first year in college, and he was in, uh, he was doing his masters. That's when we started liking each other and we started dating each other, and that was around that time. And then of course, uh, after college, uh, we obviously went out with that. So, so before we got married, we were seeing each other for uh, almost eight years. So that's a long time, so yeah. Both of you are hailing uh, from a creative field, doing a creative job, working together. Uh, is there a little bit of ego clash or idea clashes which happen? That you put two, two people together, they are going to have a difference, you know, and two very strong-minded people together, then you're going to have even more, many more differences. So in that sense, yes, the, you know, the initial part, initial part of it was very, you know, difficult, but I think we worked our differences, we sort of really said okay you're good at doing this maybe you can take on to this and I learned a lot as I was going along I was learning because I look after a huge amount of the, the, the company's uh, processes so I learned that as well I mean it's not that uh, you know it was a one-way thing but at the same time he's an extremely creative person he, he's, he's not so 
sort of uh, production oriented or something. So I really, we we had uh, you know the differences were set apart, and then we worked towards uh, one goal. Basically, it has to be done like that. We have our arguments about things, but uh, I think nothing that cannot be resolved, and that's why we are here. You started off uh, as a journalist. From there to television production, how did that happen? Well, the, effectively, it's a symbiotic relationship, isn't it? Life was so, so crazily different and yet so easy in that sense, you know. And we used to just run around from pillar to post in, in you know, we didn't have any technological recording accruements, devices. <laughs> recording devices, this, that, nothing. Just go right, 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 right and hope to God that you've written right. So life has changed dramatically, you know. But for me, I think I think enjoying those. It was immensely uh, enriching experience. I've worked with India today. Arun was a fantastic boss, and we had we had a lot of very very bright young journalists who are names by themselves now in a big way. But the transition was very easy. It was very easy transition. I relearned actually. You know, coming to your primary question. There was a lot of relearning and learning for me. Everybody actually was trying to figure out what television is all about, really, you know, and and what the other aspect. All you saw was basically what is coming on your screen. Mm. What goes behind it, mm. you didn't know. Yeah. You didn't know that. So that was the that was the most uh, challenging part. That was the most interesting part, and that was the most engaging part for me. Mm. I think uh, personally, you know. So yeah. So tell me from your perspective, which had been the benchmarks uh, in reality yeah. TV shows. Yeah. See, I think, I think there is no doubt about the fact that television really took a 360 you know, turn when KBC came along. Mm. I think nobody expected that show to do as well as it did. When you had Z and Star and any of the, the you know, international broadcasters set up here, they followed to a certain degree what was already happening mm. on Doodarshan. Yeah. Okay. To a certain degree, they didn't push that envelope. But what did happen was that Star TV at that particular point was at its lowest. Suddenly, I think uh, Mr. Murdoch, he said, okay, there is this show which is internationally doing very well. Who wants to be a millionaire? Millionaire. So why don't we try this? But this is your last chance. Yeah. This doesn't work. We wrap up and go home. So that was how it was, and it was very important. And I think one of the things that happened also was that they decided to go in for the biggest superstar that India had seen. I think that decision to go ahead again, strangely and paradoxically, he was at its lowest. No Indian star had even thought of television being so powerful and to, to go into television as anchors or whatever, act in them or whatever. Mm. The other part that was very important, which was again groundbreaking, nobody had ever, you know, technologically looked at what can... There was studios, small studios, you'd have one camera here, one camera here, two, three cameras, TK. Nobody had thought that you could have 13 cameras, that you could have lights which are moving heads, you know, thousands of them. 
nobody had ever thought so you see uh, yeah. some new kind of uh, fervor taking over india indian television in terms of reality there is a cyclical sort of reinvention that happens every maybe 10 years there will be yet another show that will be groundbreaking like like some of these shows have been in their time but i don't think it's easy to suddenly say that every year there's going to be a brand new show that's going to have the same popularity and make the same impact as maybe you know the millionaire show or the the dance and reality shows we have seen this big reality shows like kbc uh, india's got talent jhalak dikhlaja and they had uh, formerly they had their counterparts in the west it was popular there first and then it had been franchised and brought to india we have not seen such indigenous shows reality shows being as popular or maybe even uh, produced as many uh, why do you think so i think one of the reasons is to do with Uh, developing shows in india we have not you know in fact abroad they have format laboratories they call them format laboratories there's only people who sitting there and churning out and thinking about so it's an, like a huge ideation cell you just sit there and start you know throwing ideas and something comes along and then you go into the testing part of it then they get people from outside then they test their formats and see you know is it working is it too short is it long is it not funny it's not you know structurally it's not working so it is a science unlike let us say uh, fiction shows which is completely and totally dependent on one writer writing it okay which is much easier to do you know and you're really you're really churning out stories of india while as international shows they there was are of course those are structured it's like it's like having build a building you they they are building blocks and foundations there which have already been laid they've been tested they they work they're good so all that you know so it's easier for broadcasters to just get something pick it up and move because it's already done well abroad any any message for the upcoming generation of uh, media enthusiasts and entrepreneurs who are work yeah the message is very clear just work hard <laughs> just work hard you know because i think people just find shortcuts to working hard mm-hmm. when you want to improve yourself and when you want to get what you want to get you just there is no there is absolutely nothing uh, that you can't do and get you know if you don't work hard mm. i think that has to show the you know, sincerity with which you do it you know you don't find shortcuts you don't you know sell yourself uh, to others something that you are not i think you have to be sincere you have to work hard and there's nothing that can stop you thank you so much for joining us today on the show it was a pleasure talking to you you too it's great <laughs>